I'm Jerry Durham. And I'm Andrew Rothschild. And we are the Healthcare Disruption Podcast, bringing you information, ideas, and thoughts from the outer edges of healthcare, and sometimes even from outside of healthcare, where the true changes will occur. What we believe is the singular focus on the patient will bring about the only true change in healthcare. Thank you for coming and enjoy today's show. All right. Welcome back to the Healthcare Disruption Podcast with Jerry Durham. I am Andrew Rothschild. We are back from our hiatus. I was busy helping uh, my clinic get moved and Jerry was busy traveling around the country, attending conferences and teaching courses and and, uh, stirring it up like he usually does. So just to kind of bring everybody back into the fold, I know we had our first 15 episodes. There's a lot of information in there to digest, especially for those of you that some of this stuff may have been brand new for. So we want to take this opportunity and kind of recap, especially some of those earlier episodes that some people may have missed because there's really a lot of great information in there that I think is very valuable. So uh, Jerry, welcome back. Welcome back, Andrew. Thanks for uh, leading us off and bringing us back just like our inaugural uh, episode. but you did the same. Yeah, I also, one other thing I had to do during our break, I did have to fly to Scottsdale, Arizona to buy a Giants hat, for the record, and be ready for the uh, upcoming baseball season, the uh, 2017 uh, San Francisco Giants World Series year. So, yep, wanted to get my uh, World Series hat early, yeah. And I did run into a lot of Cub fans down in Scottsdale, unfortunately, but we can leave that for another episode. I hate those fuckers. Very nice, very nice. I think the Washington Nationals, people are getting pumped about them again over here, so who knows? You got no closer, dude. You're going to be in our boat. We took your – well, we didn't take your closer. Your closer left. So, And um, as I read recently, the Nationals don't want to admit they have a dysfunctional problem, a.k.a. no closer. So they're going to do closer by committee, which doesn't work in the uh, MLB. All right, are we done with your crappy nets? Well, they're not my Nats, they're just the local Nats. Okay, local Nats. Okay, good. All right. So, um, as Andrew said, and chime in here, Andrew, we've had 15 episodes, and it's pretty fun, Andrew and I, going back through these, because got to be honest, from the uh, titles and stuff, we had a little bit forgotten about the content. So, it's cool to go back over these. And what I want to do, and the reason we wanted to recap, was to highlight, if you hadn't listened to past episodes, or if you're just jumping in, we wanted to go through and basically give you a, a high-level uh, synopsis of what's in each episode, and it's going to be quick. This isn't going to be a long podcast, but just to get you back on track, so if you think there's something specifically you want to go to, then you can go, you know what, I'm going to go back and listen to number four and eight before I go any further. Yet, uh, so, so with that said, remember one other thing, and at least from the beginning, probably through the first... <laughs> seven episodes we did those in order and what you'll hear is here in number one we can start there it's just the intro and kind of my story and how i got to where i am today and why i'm on this podcast and why andrew's on this podcast and you'll really get a good feel and you'll go fuck that's what's wrong with jerry no wonder he rants and he uh, raves so much um so it'll give you a good little history and then we followed an order after that because there there is a there is a discussion briefly in that first episode about the customer life cycle. And really, that's what drives the Healthcare Disruption Podcast is this focus on the customer, healthcare consumer, client, 
patient, potential patient, whatever you want to call them, that's okay with me. Yet you're going to hear them referred to in all those things. That customer life cycle is what drives this show. And it was that history of me putting it together that really got me to where I am today. So at least the first seven episodes I'd listen to in order. And then you'll notice other things start popping up. Um, and it's kind of fun because episode number one, you learn the story about how Andrew and I hooked up and Andrew actually leads it all off. So I, I think it's a solid episode and I remain fairly calm and I think there's little to no cursing, but there is cursing because we got an E. You know, I was disappointed going back and reviewing during the break. We have one episode without an E. So we may need to delete that and uh, re-record it so we can keep the streak alive. I can't, well, I can't even remember what that episode that would have yeah, been. Yeah, I know. You know what? And if I go back, I'm going to go, how the fuck didn't we get an E on this episode? So, so there we go. And yeah, and so number one really sets the foundation. And then um, episode two was a, was a colleague that I met through Paul Goff by the name of Jeremiah Sarkett out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And he is a salesman with Infusionsoft. And he did some sales training for Paul's group, and it was just phenomenal. And again, episode two is short and sweet and very specific, but Jeremiah Sarkett um, teaches this selling to serve, it's called. And he's in the damn software industry, and he's teaching selling to serve. So there, it is so applicable to you and your healthcare practice, and even you sitting across from the patient that you're gonna see on Monday. So you don't need to be a business owner, you don't need to be a private practice owner. You don't need a manager. You as a physical therapist need to listen to episode two of Jeremiah's circuit. And it was short and sweet. Uh, Jerry, I just want to jump yeah. in and say yeah. one, of the, one of the big takeaways I got from Jeremiah Starkett was the, I can't remember the exact words he called it, but it was like looking at is, is sort of future casting. Time travel. Time travel, yeah. So you're looking at the patient in front of you and say, where do you, where do you see yourself in six months? And getting that kind of what you go, what you talk about is managing and establishing expectations. So where do you see yourself in six months? What are you doing? Where are you doing it? And then here's the plan to get you there. Yeah, that, that's just brilliant because it, we, it's funny. We, we want to give the patient, we, we want to say the patient is, we need, to, we need that internal locus of control. I can't, you know, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. And then we fucking talk at them. We talk at them. We talk at them. We talk at them. And we say, oh, you have to do all these crazy things. And we show them stupid exercises because we don't tell them what they're for. And then we're like, well, the patient wasn't motivated enough. Yet you turn around and ask a patient where they want to be and you just shut up and you write it all down. And then you say, how do you see me helping you get there? you pretty much, the, the whole plan of care and the whole course is written itself in those two questions. So Jeremiah is really good at that. Uh, episode three and four are probably, I'd, you know, it's like asking who is my favorite out of 15 kids. So I'm just going to say this about episode three and four and episode one and two for that matter. Um, episode three and four was probably uh, my most fun interview. We got author Matt Watkinson on for a two-parter because we ended up talking for over an hour. And Andrew tracked down Matt Watkinson, and then um, we finally booked him. And Matt is the author of, write this down, people, because, again, this works for you, whether you're sitting across from patients or running a practice. He wrote The Ten Principles Behind Great Customer Experiences. And it is the most phenomenal book on customer experience, on customer life cycle, on how to work with a patient that I've read in what, 
two, three, four years. It is a must read, 10 principles behind great customer experience. And I know Andrew wants to chime in because we both have read the book and I've reread chapters. It does not need to be read in order. I've reread chapters. I've not read some chapters. It is just insane. What do you think, Andrew? Yeah, I think it was great because I remember being at your place and, and, and I saw the book on your coffee table and you talked about how you just got it and I, I started just thumbing through it and then all of a sudden I went, I went, I got my phone, went on Amazon and bought it and then, you know, two days later I was at my house and I read it in a couple of days and then we got to get this guy on because it just really matches so much with what this kind of stuff that you talk about. And I remember one of the big takeaways from the interview with Matt was he talked about the, the peak end rule. and you know, sort of the concept of stuff that, you know, Daniel Kahneman talks about in, in the Thinking Fast and Slow book is that people don't tend to remember the, the, the middles of experiences. They have the beginning, so making that really good first impression, which matches with your customer life cycle, with the initial contact with the, with the consumer, whether it's over the internet or calling on the phone, and then when they come in face-to-face. And then you have your regular experiences, but then you ending on that high note, whether it's every treatment session or at the end of the episode of care can really make the big difference in how they, how that uh, customer remembers the overall experience. Yeah. There's so many takeaways from that book. I highly recommend you pick up the book and then you listen to the interview with him because he really breaks down some stuff really well for us. But if you find something that you do not believe from cover to cover that is applicable in healthcare. I want you to reach out to Andrew or I and tell us this is not applicable. That whole book from cover to cover was not written for healthcare, which is the beauty of it. And I say that's the beauty because there was no bias or beliefs about how healthcare should work. It was just a customer experience book. So highly recommend you listen to those two and buy the 10 principles behind great customer experiences. Um, Episode five, was the episode where we finally uh, dove into the customer lifecycle, which again is the, the whole, I'll call it the North Star for this healthcare disruption podcast. It drives everything we talk about. It drives everything that we want to talk about when Andrew and I are trying to figure out who to interview, what to talk about. The drive is behind who is going to help us better deliver this customer lifecycle. So episode five is the intro to the customer lifecycle. And of course, was my favorite episode as was one, two, three, and four. Hey, another side note for those of you who have, uh, who have looked in on Periscope on Tuesday mornings with uh, Andrew uh, for the taking it to the clinic uh, version where he talks about the episode from the Thursday before and talks about how he's gonna take it in the clinic on Tuesday. That started after the Matt Watkinson uh, podcast. So that's what really drove that. So again, it's not a healthcare book, but man, it sure gets you thinking about how to apply it to the clinic. Uh, episode six, my favorite episode, was really the focus there was we, we, we got deeper. We started getting into the components of the life cycle. And by components, we really talked about the importance of your team and not who has to be on the team like, oh, you need an admin, you need a biller, you need a physical therapist. It's, it was about making sure you understand who you need, what kind of attributes, what kind of people, what kind of personalities you need for your team. There are lots of physical therapists out there. Who do you need on your team? What attributes do they need to belong? Do they need to bring to the game? And then we talked about the importance of the hiring process. Everybody wants to talk about training and culture. Training and culture are useless without hiring properly. 
Okay, so that's really what we dug into on episode six, my favorite episode. We then moved on to episode seven, which is, of course, <clears throat> my favorite episode. And this is where we really started the steps. There are eight steps in the customer lifecycle, which you will hear about when you uh, listen to the different parts of this podcast. But there are eight steps. And episode seven was when we dug down into step number one, which is the golden moment which is when that customer, potential customer, they are not a customer. That's why I hate it when people say, oh, a new uh, patient call, new patient call. I'm like, they're not a new patient. They are a potential patient. When that potential patient, customer, client calls your office, that is the golden moment. And so again, we talk more about the players on the team and how important they are here because this is when we really dive in and this is the one take home you need of how your front desk person they're, they need to play a few different roles. And if you think the customer service front desk person can be a good salesperson, you are definitely wrong. And if you think the salesperson is a good sell, customer service person, you are wrong. And this is what, really when we started driving down into the attributes of what is required at each step. You got something to say, Andrew? Yeah, I, I think that's the, the whole mindset shift of that new patient versus potential patient uh, is really huge. And I think it's a great thing to emphasize with who's ever in charge of taking those phone calls and making and having that initial conversation. Because if they think of it as a, as a already as a patient, how is that going to affect that interaction versus if they think of it as a potential patient, how is that going to change that interaction? And I, th I think that's just a huge step that can't be, that can't be glossed over. So based on what Andrew just said, and you think about what we said about episode two with Jeremiah Sarkit, episode two and this episode seven really tie in together well. And again, I hope you will all see that there is a lot of tie-in on things that maybe when you're reading them don't look like they tie in, but there is a lot of tie-in on these episodes to other episodes. And that's how, again, Andrew and I are constantly seeking out conversations and interviews with people that are going to tie into and can be taken back to this customer life cycle. Episode eight was actually before we put Mike Eisenhart on the show. Episode eight was the most listened to episode. And episode eight was my favorite episode. And that was my interview, our interview, sorry, not my interview, our interview with Richard Zhao, where we talked about basically get PT first. Physical therapist as the entry point for low back pain in America. And it is awesome. Richard is not a healthcare provider. He has nothing to do with healthcare other than he worked in, guess what? The healthcare insurance industry. So the uh, the expertise, and of course you heard my dogs bark because they are trained to bark when I say healthcare insurance. And so, um, good girls, good girls. I'll get you a treat in a second. So, um, Richard Zhao brings the insurance industry mindset into this episode. And it's just an awesome interview. So I don't have much more to say about it, except for it is the way that Get PT First needs to work. And Richard and I are working on this, and you'll hear about it in that episode. Well, if the uh, dogs bark when you say health uh, care insurance, what happens when uh, you say reimbursement? Shh. <laughs> Don't let them hear you say that. They will bite. They, they go on the kill. Episode nine is my favorite clinician 
an interview with my favorite clinician of all time, Mr. Jeff Moore. This, of course, is my favorite episode. Um, Jeff Moore and I, uh, if people don't know, Jeff Moore is the owner, proprietor, manager of PT on Ice. Ice.physio is the website, ice.physio. Go to courses. Jeff Moore has put together a group of courses like nobody else. Yes, I've worked with him. Yes, I've made money working with him. I don't care. I'm going to tell you Jeff Moore has put, don't take my course. Do not take my course. If you do not take my course, I do not get paid. Do not take my course. Take every single other Jeff Moore class. Jeff has put together, Jeff is an awesome clinician. Jeff can take you through two days of research-based education and he'll take you through 200 fucking slides. I still can't believe I sit through it. And you have no idea you just went through 200 slides. Jeff is passionate, caring, humble, cares about the profession like rarely, barely anybody. And I can't say enough great things about him. You need to check out this interview. You need to go to his website. You yourself need to take some of his courses because he is teaching PT version two, which we reference in the podcast. And PT version two is the future. I'm the past. I'm PT version one. I'm helping Jeff teach PT version two, but I ain't PT version two. So the Jeff Moore interview is a must, people. That's number nine. And of course, my favorite episode. Episode 10, Mr. Andrew Rothschild and myself came back to recap the Richard Zhao interview. We got so much, so many questions and feedback, and we saw many people listen to it. We thought it'd be good to back it up because especially Richard not being from our side speaks from a very analytical number side and some loses me a lot to be totally honest. Um, so we thought it'd be best to do an episode where we come back and recap it and bring it back down, shall I say, into our world and what it really meant to us and what it means to our profession as get PT first. Um, I'm, you know, I'm mentioned that get PT first more times than I probably mentioned it on the podcast, but that's really what this is about. Okay. Episode 11. Oh wait, number 10. Forgot to tell you, was my favorite episode. Episode 11, that was our book club. Andrew and I decided that we had read a lot of stuff over the last few years and we'd had some requests to start a book club. So we thought we'd have an episode and we shared our top three, and both of us might have fudged um, over one, but we both shared our top three book reads of, um, of all time. So, uh, and then we share a little bit about why we, we, uh, they are our favorite reads. So check out episode 11 for a book club. That was not my favorite episode. Andrew was on it, so I can't be my favorite episode. Episode 12, we delve back into the customer life cycle. And that is all about the welcome call. And it is interesting, this small step, this short step, this step that takes less than a minute in the office, gets some of the biggest response out of everything we talk about. And so this welcome call is a step that we created in between the patient getting their insurance benefits and the patient arriving in the office and the way we've worked this out. And when I share this information about why it's a welcome call and not an appointment reminder really stimulates a lot of great thought in people. So episode 12, the welcome call. Yes. Again, one of my favorite episodes, Andrew was in it. So I lied on the last one. Episode 13, most downloaded, most listened to episode ever, Mr. Mike Eisenhart. 
Mr. APHPT, Mr. Free the Yoke, Mr. PT version two, Mr. Nicest guy, calmest, coolest head you can ever talk to. Smart, very thoughtful, very purposeful um, PT. If you don't know him, please look him up. Go to APHPT. It is the future of physical therapy. That guy blew my mind. I woke up, I went to his clinic and the talk, it was awesome because the talk revolves around me being in his clinic and him expanding on what he's trying to create. And it was just blowing my mind, even after being there and interviewing him again. And I share the story about, I, I mean, for two days, I didn't sleep well. I kept waking up and thinking about what is our future. And that fucking visit to his office made me redefine where I see physical therapists in the future, the PT version too. Andrew, you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I really love because you kind of like he took you on a little bit of a tour, kind of described the layout of, of the building and, and what they had going on. And it's definitely a lot different than your traditional PT clinic in terms of the things he's involved with, with the community and, and the after school programs that he has going on. And the big thing that I, one of the big things that I took, I took away a lot of stuff from it, but one of the big things I took and then took back to my clinic and was talking to my owner about, especially because that was around the time when we were talking about moving and looking for places and planning these things was the whole idea of what Mike said about having like a, he called it a third place. Uh, I think was right. Like you have your home, you have your office and then like a third place to go. That's like that you call your own. Some people have a restaurant or a coffee shop or whatever. It's like you can go there and be comfortable and do things. And, it's and by healthy. the way, just so for context, that's the Starbucks principle. Starbucks want yeah. to be the place where everybody lands and shows up. So. And this is one of those things where you want people to come and feel like they want to be there, not that they can't wait to leave that place. You know, you want to come there and like, I love coming here. I love being here, being a part of this community, being part of this environment. And I think that's a, 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 a different perspective on a physical therapy clinic than we're used to. Yeah. So listen to episode 13 and remember the name Mike Eisenhart. And I'd get on board to his choo-choo train right now, people. Episode 14 was the start of the new year, and um, <clears throat> Andrew and I went into that going, hey, let's do an episode. I got on a big kick. Let's ask better questions about how to solve problems. Like, how do we get more done under the dome in the Capitol? Because, you know, bringing the same strategy over and over and trying to do things the same and expecting a different result is what Einstein calls insanity. So we started the new year by asking some better questions. What if? What if we did this instead of this? So, and it was also stimulated by a uh, Tim Ferriss podcast uh, that I listened to. And uh, it's a great way to approach things. And I recommend you listen to that New Year's episode and just listen to some of the same questions asked differently. Because you'll recognize the questions, but you'll go, hmm, I've never heard it framed like that. So go through that, listen to that. And then I'd encourage listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast that somehow, some way, correlated probably with the beginning of the year. And that was my favorite episode. Lastly, and the last one you probably listened to was an awesome interview with an awesome dude by the name of Mitch Babcock and really playing through and talking to him, not about starting his own clinic, but we, we dove into the mindset of, of a new grad, a fresh PT being told all the time that you can't do this, you can't do this, you need this and that. And we dug into how he got the courage how he got the information, how he felt comfortable doing this, and where he sees the future going. And um, this, I, I expected a great interview from Mitch. I'm not going to lie. I met him, as you'll hear a while back. You'll hear it in the interview. 
but his insight and his thoughts and how things came together is pretty impactful. So I would highly recommend you listen to this. Again, this isn't a OPT starts his own business podcast by any stretch. It's about his journey up to starting it. Everybody talks about when they started it and beyond. Mitch talks about creating it and how he got to the point of creating it. And that's where we spend our time talking. How did he get to the start point? And I believe that's what makes this episode 15 unique. So there's my 15 top all-time favorite healthcare disruption podcasts. Um, Andrew, would you like to share which ones are your favorite? Well, I think um, as far as just to you know, wrap up 15, I think the other big takeaway I had from that besides oh, yeah. that, that probably being the episode with the featuring the best abs of all our guests. Uh, if anybody doesn't follow Mitch on uh, Instagram, he's like Mark Wahlberg from that movie with uh, Date Night with uh, Steve Carell and Tina Fey. He always has his shirt off. <laughs> anyway. Okay, that's fucking awesome, dude. By the way, I saw him today. To his defense, I saw him on Instagram today. Shirt on. Shirt on. Sometimes, sometimes he'll throw it on. You got to keep him guessing. Um, but for Mitch, I think it's the, one of the big things I took away, again, not just about a fresh PT starting a business, was he looked at – the what was going on in his community looked at it from like hey if i was injured being an athlete being a a fitness guy a crossfitter where would i go to hey there's nobody there that i would go to that i would trust to put to get me back to where i want to go i can be that guy and so he just had the courage to say why can't i be that guy i'm just going to take the plunge and do it and i think that that was one of the biggest takeaways that i had uh from that episode as far as the, the overall episodes, like I said, it's just every time we recorded them and I would go back and listen to them uh, the next day or when they came out, it's, it was every, every episode I think I would text you and say, man, that was, that was so much better than I remember even during the recording because like you get caught up with the listening and, and asking questions and talking and then you realize how much good content is in through all that information. And obviously, I may be a little biased, but that's kind of how I got involved in this project by really grabbing onto this information and realizing how valuable it was. And I think oh. um, every episode, there's so many good takeaway things. And that's why I like doing the, the Periscope, bringing it back to the clinics. I think in every episode, there are little pieces that you can take away and start to implement right now and start to build that into a, into a bigger, a bigger transformation. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, every time I listen to it, that meant, uh, I got to be honest, Listening back, like listening back to Matt Watkinson, the Jeremiah Sarkits, I know these people. I've talked to them. I've read their stuff. And every time I listen, there's a big takeaway. The Mitch Babcock, when I re-listen to that, if you can tolerate, I'm going to tip you off right now, people. I don't know what the fuck happened to my mute button, but if you can tolerate my microphone rubbing up against my shirt when, I, when he's talking, I apologize. I thought I was on mute, but that thing was annoying as shit. If you can tolerate that, get to the end because it is, it is worth it. And the share is awesome. And talking about the resources that are available to people today, and I didn't want to sound like the old guy walking uphill to school in the snow both ways, yet the resources available are completely different. So for someone who's been out 10, 15 years to tell you you can't do it now, based on what? Based on when you came out? Sure, I agree. I wouldn't do it if I had the same resources you had. And so that really plays out, and I really enjoyed listening to it. So those are our 15 I highly recommend you guys go back and uh, I hope you took some notes. I hope you heard something that interests you that maybe you didn't look, listen to before 
or maybe stimulate your mind to go back and re-listen to something. I'd highly recommend it. But we're back. We're back for good. We're going to be on the every two-week cycle. So um, <clears throat> probably shoot for Thursdays. We'll keep it Thursdays. Andrew will get back into his uh, taking it to the clinic. Maybe we'll get to see his actually get to see the new clinic. I've seen pictures on Instagram. So he talks about Mitch without his shirt on. I've seen more fucking pictures of uh, Andrew's new clinic than I care to see the rest of my life. So on Instagram. So we can leave that at that. But um, we'll be back every Thursday, every two weeks. And um, that's uh, what we're looking for. And I think we're going to drill down a little more. If you think we were subdued and calm the first 15, which I don't, but it'll probably get less subdued and calm because I'm not grumpier. I'm just, it's time for some change, man. I'm, I'm tired of sitting around and waiting. It's time for change. When, when I look back at this, Mike Eisenhart, Jeff Moore, Richard Zhao, uh, Matt Watkinson, what Mitch Babcock's done. Th there is just too much stuff going on around us to sit back and twiddle our thumbs and wait for something to happen somewhere. We've got to drive this change, people. So that's what we'll be about. And I appreciate you uh, all listening in today. And I look forward to you checking back in every other Thursday. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Healthcare Disruption Podcast. If you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes and write us a review. We'd love to uh, see your thoughts and opinions on this. And uh, if you really like what you heard, then why don't you subscribe so you make sure and get the uh, latest notifications every time we post a new episode. If you want to stay in touch with Jerry, make sure and head on over to jerrydurhampt.com and click on the Stay in Contact button. And I tend to hang out on Instagram at Jerry Durham PT and Facebook at Jerry Durham PT. Thank you for listening. And we look forward to seeing you again. Bye-bye.